The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Today, we are embarking on a journey through time, space, and the unknown with a Hollywood insider turned UFO researcher and author of a groundbreaking new sci-fi novel, Dan Harari. With over 40 years of experience in the entertainment industry, Dan has rubbed shoulders with the biggest stars in film, TV, and music. And now he's on a mission to uncover the truth about UFOs and extraterrestrial life. Dan's fascination with UFOs goes back to 1970, when he and his father had a sighting of a massive silver flying the UFO in New Jersey. His late father, a top-secret clearance electronics engineer for the U.S. Army, may have known more about it than he let on. Dan's own experiences with UFO sightings, including one in 1994 and another in 2008, have fueled his curiosity and driven him to seek out the truth. But this is not just another conspiracy theory. Dan's father was possibly involved in the reverse engineering of UFO technology, and Dan's latest book, After They Came, has been hailed as a must-read by top UFO experts and researchers. It blends historical UFO lore with a unique and thrilling premise that will leave you on the edge of your seat. Dan is just not a novelist. He is also a three-time UFO experiencer and a member of the global MUFON, LA UFO Research Organization, and a passionate advocate for the disclosure of the truth behind the recently downed UAPs over North America in February 2023. So get ready for an exciting conversation that will take you to the edges of what we know and maybe even beyond. Welcome to Veritas. If this is your first time listening, welcome home. To access tonight's full interview and all of our exclusive material, simply join the Veritas Plus family by clicking on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And while you're there, don't forget to check out the Veritas store for a range of great products, including focused life force energy. Experience the power of FLFE with a 15-day free trial today. No credit card required. We're excited to announce the launch of our brand new Veritas Plus Insider, your source for exclusive news and insights you won't find anywhere else. If you're looking to get in touch with Mel, have a guest suggestion, or would like to provide feedback, simply click on the contact button on our website. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's show. And now, here's your host, Mel Hasselrich. And directly from Beverly Hills, California, I'd like to welcome Dan Harari. Hello, Dan, and Hi, welcome Mel. to Very Times. Hi, Hi, Mel. How are you? Thank you very much for having me on. It's My very- pleasure. Thank and you. the first question, Dan, I have to ask you, I usually start by going in chronological order, but... You have an, an insatiable appetite like me to know the truth. And there's a lot of information coming down in the media about the down UFO. So what inspired you to demand that President Biden and the U.S. military reveal the details behind the three recently down UAPs, which appear over North America during February? And I believe there are some balloons flying around as we speak. I heard that. I heard there's one coming out from uh, Hawaii. <clears throat> so in February, I've been, I'm a longtime UFO uh, researcher, and I would also say I'm a UFO enthusiast, Mel. I, I love the study of ufology. I find it absolutely fascinating, and we can get into how that started for me. Uh, in February, as we all know, 
a very large Chinese man-made, man-made, that's the key word there, man-made Chinese balloon blew over uh, the United States. It was seen on TV every night for a week. We saw its progress as it went over from Montana to the southern states to the ocean. We saw it on TV. And then also on TV, on, I saw it on CNN. They showed uh, the military people fishing, fishing it out of the Atlantic Ocean. So we know that it was man-made and it was from China. And we saw them, we saw them get actually retrieve the debris out of the Atlantic Ocean, which is terrific. Okay, that's fine. The next week, three days in a row, February 10, 11, and 12, as you know and your audience knows, uh, the U.S. military shot down three UAPs three days in a row over North America. The first was over Alaska. The second was over Canada. The third was over Lake Huron. What's very curious, Mel, is that all the talk in the media and President Biden and everybody, China balloon, China balloon, China balloon. Okay, we know all about the China balloon. You know, you guys fished it out of the sea. We know all about it. What about these other three objects that you just shot out of the sky? What were they? Oh, well, well, well you know, well, we just had the China balloon. And it was obfuscation and misdirection. And, you know, I have a cousin who's a world famous magician, believe it or not. And, and he always says a magician, a good magician does a trick in his right hand is, is, is where he wants his audience to be looking at his right hand. But he's really doing the trick in his left hand behind his back. And that's what President Biden and the military and our leaders were doing. They Because they, that week they said, well, you know, there were some more balloons over North America. Uh, we're not sure what they were. But, uh, you know, we shot them all down. So, you know, everything's cool. Don't worry about it. They never showed us the debris. They never showed any evidence that they went looking for them. Of course they did. Of course they did. They never showed video of the pilots in their military craft shooting down the UAPs. Of course that video, those videos exist. One of the craft was said to be the size of a car. One was a cylinder. These were not balloons. And the, and, and, Perhaps they were man-made objects, okay? But these were not balloons. They were clumped in together with the China balloon. And then I watched President Biden on TV say, you know, we just shot down three UAPs. We think the first one was a balloon from a hobby group out of Montana. But, you know, don't worry, you know, because the China balloon, you know, we took care of the China balloon. And I stood up off my chair and I was saying to myself, Joe, come on, just say, that these three other UAPs may not have been man-made. All you got to say, man, just say these other three UAPs may not have been man-made. Had President Biden said that on live TV, he would have become the disclosure president right then and there. A couple of words. He didn't have to say they were alien. He didn't have to say they were extraterrestrials from Mars or Pleiades. All he had to say was they may not have been. It would have been huge. It would have been so exciting. It would have ushered in a whole new era. So ever since then, I've been writing, I've been emailing President Biden and Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin and Senator Gillibrand in New York and Senator Padilla in California. And I've been saying, look, you know, I'm a researcher. I'm very concerned about the three UAPs that we shot down. It's been two, it's been two months, over two months. Can you please let us know or give us some idea what they were? No one has asked Biden not one person has asked by Mr. President, remember those three UAPs you shot down? You know, what were those? No one, the New York Times, CNN, Fox, no one has asked. No one has followed up. 
And it concerns me because if they were truly extraterrestrial, it seems to me that would have been a good time for our leaders to tell us the truth. And if they were man-made, China or Russia, okay, then they should have told us that. They've told us nothing. There's been absolutely no follow-up by the government or by the media to let us know, those of us who are passionate about this subject. So I've been very concerned and very upset about that since, since February. What do you think the government might win by disclosing? Let, let me actually ask you the question. What do you think the biggest obstacle preventing government from disclosing information about UFOs and extraterrestrial life is? Well, up until the other day, I had two big theories, and, and I just added a third theory. So here, these are my three major theories, and I didn't make these up. Other, I, This is just what I've gathered from my own life. Theory one, they don't want to cause a mass panic because in 1938, Mal, as you know, Orson Welles did yeah. War of the Worlds radio broadcast from New York live in which Martians come to Earth, uh, to New Jersey, to kill people. And people from coast to coast in 1938, people who had radios in 38, panicked. Hundreds of people across the country panicked. People had heart attacks. People were going to the, to the police. People were hiding from a radio program. So, and then in 47 was the Roswell crash. And then Truman, who was president, probably thought, you know, we just had a Roswell crash. We retrieved three dead bodies and one live alien. That's the rumor. I can't tell America that this happened. We just, it's, we're nine years out from Orson Welles. We're only two years out from atomic bombs over Japan in World War II. And, I, and, and we're competing with Russia for technology. I don't want to scare people, tell them aliens are here. So that's when the government obfuscation and cover-ups began. So the theory one, why no one's ever told us, theory one, to uh, alleviate mass panic. That's theory one. Theory two, which I know Richard Dolan believes in, is that aliens are so far technologically advanced from us that they would have free energy. They would be able to, if they were kind enough, benevolent, and the aliens in my book after they came are, are benevolent and give us them. But if real aliens came and gave us free technology by which to create free energy, now I think it's called zero-point energy, we wouldn't need oil, gas, or nuclear reactors anymore. Every, we'd have free energy, and all the billionaire oil oligarchs in Russia and Saudi Arabia and the Middle East and Texas. Or, or lithium batteries. Right. Sure, sure. I didn't think of that one, but sure. And we wouldn't need any other power source. We'd have free energy around the world. We'd all be on an equal plane. Everyone would have the same. We wouldn't have electric bills anymore. But but the oil, I believe Jolin called it the global macro economy, would change overnight if the aliens gave us something and oil went away. So the people who control oil, they certainly don't want that to happen. Well, that's why I said uh, before I asked you the question, what would the government gain from this? Because obviously lobby, lobbyists from both sides, the oil industry and now the electric vehicle and the green industry, they're both pushing that. But there's plenty more out there. We have hydrogen. We have even water. We have salt water cars. So many others that are definitely zero emission that don't have to. And again, I don't mean to get into all these things because we're discussing UFOs, but I think, as you said, if we were presented with that information, 
what would happen to the major industries right now. But going back to what you said about 1938 and, and uh, War of the Worlds, I mean, those were different times. We hadn't had a Russell crash. We hadn't had science fiction movies. I think the advancements in technology and, 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 and media literacy would be different if today something like that will, were to be announced by a leader. Sure. I absolutely agree with you. Um, I was going to say what my third theory was, and then and then your question that was really good. It's really a good question. What does the president? What does the government and military have to gain by telling us? So let's get to that in a second. My third theory, I believe, Alvi Loeb. I saw a headline somewhere on, on computer, and I didn't print it out. Oh, there's really so yeah. Alvi Loeb says something like, "The the extraterrestrials have asked us not to reveal their presence on Earth. They're not ready yet." And I thought, wow, well, that's pretty huge, right? If they don't want President Biden or any previous president to reveal them, perhaps we're honoring their wishes. So that, I just saw that the other day. And that's an article that's a couple of years old. So those are the three theories, I think, why they don't help. And your question is absolutely brilliant. No one has asked me that before. I don't know if I have an answer. What would the... Biden and the military and the government have to gain, and I think the only answer is when they when they do land in Times Square, and they're obviously here, or they land in the White House lawn, or in, in my book they land at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. What do you tell? Well, well, what do you tell before you you go on and I apologize for interjecting, but you mentioned Avi Loeb, and I bet you a, a lot of our listeners might know who know who he is. Explain who Professor Avi Loeb is. I'm not well-versed on him. I know he's an Israeli, I believe he was a military scientist with the military, and he's sort of gone off script and been talking about aliens and UFOs for several years. And yep. he's a I think he's a proponent for disclosure, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. He's a theoretical physicist, a very reputable gentleman. And when some when people like that speak, we listen. We should listen. And the question is, what happens after I've tried to get a hold of him. Uh, we re get a response from someone, but all of a sudden there's media silence about that story. Stanton Friedman was another one, obviously. Stanton oh, Friedman. Yes. Just, yeah, he was he was screaming from the mountaintops. They're here. They're real. I'm a physicist. I'm a genius. You know, I'm not a kook. I know what I'm talking about. He co-wrote the book with Kathleen Barnett about the yep. party. I know them both. Well, The, the, the late, great uh, Stanton Friedman and, and Kathleen. Yes, absolutely. She continues with a torch. She does. She, I became friends with her on email this year. She's been a, a friend, became a friend of mine on email. Um, so what does the government have to gain? I, uh, I did, again, I did George Norrie Monday night, and we were talking about disclosure, and he said on the air, he goes, Dan, in, in my opinion, the government's never going to, to give us disclosure. This I agree. It's never, ever going to happen. I totally yeah. agree. I, I always say that if disclosure ever happens, real disclosure, it will be at a grassroots level. And I have to tell you, whether it's the left or the right, Dan, I, I don't know that I can believe if, if any president comes and says, yes, this is what it is. You probably have heard of uh, Dr. Carol Rosen, The Last Card and Project Blue Beam and all those things. Perhaps there's a time in the future where they want to do that. And I'm Concern at a certain time in the future, if they ever did, to unite the world. And it could be that we had the technology. I mean, look at Milton Torres. 
in the 1954, he was... Uh, the, Basically told by his superiors, just go up there and shoot down a UFO the size of an aircraft carrier. This is 1954. Imagine the technology that we could have now. Oh, absolutely. Well, here's a question now. How did, if, if the three UAPs were extraterrestrial craft, if they were, how did they allow, how did exactly. they allow us to, to shoot them down? Because right? <laughs> they've been pretty good for a long time about not getting shot down. So those UAPs are such a conundrum. I, I would be fascinated, and I think people around the world would really love to know what the heck those things really were. Well, we are told that they were shut down. Do we have any proof that they were shut down? Because right. as you said, if they are, if this is an advanced civilization that comes from light years away, what a pity would be to come here and be shut down or crash like Roswell. I, I See, I'm, I'm just listening to what the government is telling us. But I have no evidence that they actually shut down a an extraterrestrial craft, let alone a foreign adversary craft. That's right, because they never told us. They 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 said they announced huge, huge news. We shot down three unidentified objects in the sky. Huge news, and then there was no follow up by them or from the media. Right, the media has a responsibility to. At least ask, they should ask that Kareen lady, uh, Biden's spokesperson. Hey, Kareen, um, I have a question. Remember in February, the president shut some things down. Can you ask him what the heck those were? We, you know, we really, no, no one. It's like it, it's like it never happened because they deflected like a magician. China balloon. Everything, it went, the topic went back to China balloon. Did you watch Dr. Kirkpatrick's uh, speech now with um, Senator Gill, uh, Gillibrand? No, refresh my memory. Okay, so uh, this is about three weeks ago. He's the head of Arrow, A-A-R-O. And do you, need, do you need me to tell you what that stands for? Because I have it written down. Go ahead. <laughs> if you want. If not, that's okay. We'll find it. Here it is. Okay, so a few weeks ago, uh, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick in Washington, D.C., gave a talk for about, a, about an hour to to that to uh, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, the uh, senator from New York, he's the head of Arrow A A R O, which stands for All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, and apparently that was set up, I believe, in 2021 by the government to look into UFOs and UAPs. And I watched the whole thing, Mel, and not once did Senator Gillibrand ask this guy, "What did we shoot down?" In February, did you get the debris? Did you look at the debris? Can you give us some insights? He was sitting right there. The head guy, according to our government, the head spokesman, let's say, on behalf of UAP research in the United States, this is the head guy. And she didn't even ask him that question. That would have been my first question. Would have been my first question. Not one. Well, you know, the China balloon... Um, and you know uh, we're you know we're not military, so we can't shoot things like that. Down. But no one asked him. And it just was it was shocking to me how that's been swept under the rug very well. By the way, uh, I befriended Steve Bassett recently. You know Steve Bassett very well. He just wrote to me today. Uh, that's fine. He wrote to me yesterday. I may become his publicist. I met him at UFO Con in San Francisco in March. We became friendly. He did a talk mail for the assembled there. And at the end, he, about disclosure, as you know, he's very passionate about disclosure. And at the end, he said, I have a new hashtag, months 
not years for disclosure. His goal in life is disclosure and that is hashtag months, not years. And he feels pretty strongly that we're. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.